0: Delaney and it's Katie this is Classically Black podcast, where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession with trap beats playing in the background all right well news this week um <laughs> I have nothing to say to Katie um I'm really just it's like when y'all parents get divorced and they stay together for the kid like that's really what's <laughs> what this podcast is at this point so oh Delaney don't be rash what's the news telling you well telling them which unfortunately I'm on a call with you at the same time so um well uh there's a new screen screen scoring and diversity scholarship for black composition students um at USC Thornton School of Music this year it's funded by a gift from quincy jones okay quincy right period um that's so weird i hear myself i hear like a very 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 faint echo of myself but whatever i don't think it's a like nothing looks out of the ordinary i don't know where that's coming from um we'll see right we'll see if not you got a little vibrato this week <laughs> Um, So they've partnered with Sony, uh, USC Thornton has partnered with Sony slash ATV Music Publishing and Bleeding Fingers Music to announce this uh, Screen Scoring Diversity Scholarship for uh, black composition students to enroll in the school's screen scoring program. Um, it's about it's a part of the Sony Music Group's Social Justice Fund efforts, which aims to encourage inclusivity and expand opportunities for black composers who, of course, as we know, are under underrepresented. Um, also, apparently in the in the film and scoring community, as well as um, some of the, the music that we're more familiar with over here on Classically Black. Um, so it's co- it's going to cover the entire cost of uh, the Screen Scoring Masters program, including tuition, housing, meals, applications. Right. Have me there. application fee reimbursement equipment applicable relocation costs and software p- purchases Dang. um it's also going to include a, an apprenticeship opportunity at bleeding fingers music okay but um,
1: why 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 the name
0: i don't know <laughs> <sighs> um which is apparently the leading custom scoring company in the film and television industry which was um Uh, Founded by Hans Zimmer, uh, Steve Kofsky, and Russell Emanuel. Yeah, so there's a bunch. I'm going to link the the article that has some statements from um, the founders uh, of some of the... uh, of Katie's fave Bleeding Fingers and and also of uh, Sony slash ATV chair uh chairman and CEO also gave a statement. So did Quincy Jones, so you can read all about uh what they have to say about the program. Um and yeah, I think the not Wow, okay, so the um deadline is already passed. So hopefully you heard about this before. Just now seeing this. Um <laughs> but you know what? It's annual, so be ready. Right, write it year. down.
1: Write it down. Be ready. Not their website doesn't support um phones. I was trying to look up why they called um bleeding fingers. Their website does not support uh phones. But I guess if your old fingers are bleeding, you couldn't use your phone. All right. So um also anyway. like what kind of website don't support phones? Would you make it on a Dell? <laughs>
2: A typewriter, okay. <laughs>
1: Like what you Blazing. use To make this drink? Fingers Yeah try to on the website I don't know <laughs> What It's, it's like a ghetto. ghetto There's like no website On the planet Except for them it You it can't access Your phone
0: Why is that Our site currently Does not support mobile devices But it will soon What like what? I want to see What flips and tricks This site is going to be doing That it can't do on my phone Right, they must be coming into your house telling you about the website. Because
1: it's like, okay, y'all, great. Oh, sure. anyway, <laughs> right. That. They on their clubhouse. You know that, that app people be talking about. No. That oh, I've seen. App.
0: I've seen a couple people, but I don't know what that is. Yeah,
1: I just think it's just weird. You could tell. I'm trying to hate from outside the club, but it's like if everybody can't use it, it's invite only. An invite it's like, only app.
2: hmm
1: It's invite <laughs> only app and i've been listening to their podcasters who talk about their time and finally somebody said a friend was like yeah i don't like talking about clubhouse because it's like it's kind of whack to talk about it everybody can't do it and i was like thank you friend." it's like i'm happy for y'all but like why don't you just post on clubhouse what y'all doing in clubhouse since the only people know we're talking about are on clubhouse
0: the only thing i've seen is i've seen two people post it one of them was famous and one of them was my friend so she probably got an invite which I'm confused. So it's like, who is the inaugural? Like, they did they just pick some people, and then it's like whoever they invite and then whoever they invite. Yeah,
1: I think that's what it is because you have to be
0: invited. So that's very weird. Yeah, it's like all
1: the people in Clubhouse I know are all influencers, mm-hmm. but also not all influencers that I know are are in it mm-hmm. because the friend zone they have three of them on there and two of them were talking about Clubhouse and Dustin was just like, so. We move it on, or because <laughs> it's like you can't talk about it, you not on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, love that for y'all. If it's a, if it's a, I was going, I can't say that we on the mics, but um, y'all have fun
0: with that. Well, um, this next piece of news comes as no surprise. Here I was minding my own business. Oh, let me sit up. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> minding my own business and. I mean, yet again, Joseph Conyers, another announcement. I mean, is he not tired? At this point, I feel like even at like you know how when you get contracted to do something, like you get you feel like you know the little W nine or whatever. I feel like the IRS is like again. Yeah, they gotta be tired. They gotta be. It's like up. not them having a whole a uh, whole department just to handle oh, yeah. his paperwork. Oh, absolutely! You can't tell me they don't. Like <laughs> at least a three
1: person staff. Come on, job creator great okay boosting the
0: economy what can he do i mean listen i mean i for one wrote him in for president so you uh, this country doesn't
1: deserve him <laughs> oh my god is that what you said That <laughs> would not it. be the election to do that At <laughs> all. or any of them but
0: <laughs> this country doesn't deserve him i mean that part um but um, it was just announced that Joseph Conyers will be serving as the artistic advisor and artiste in residence for the Boston University Tanglewood Institute's Young Artists Instrumental Program. Where did he get all that money from? I listen. <laughs> I feel like they guy's some type of printer. They just print it out in the back. Yeah, I feel
1: like the reason why we see inflation because like the girls are scrambling to f- figure out what they gonna how to go pay this man because you know. I, I feel like can't even put a price on the expertise the glamour you, you simply can't so. the repute
0: and you know what maybe 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 it's gone down because like it's virtual because like it, you know if it was in person and they would have to the private jet between the private jet the red carpet oh that's very you know, true between all of that i feel like it would just really put them over the edge
1: yeah i feel like yeah you're right
0: right but but then
1: he has to have a feet to look into his camera You know what I'm
0: saying, right? Mm -hmm. Like for
1: you to be projected on his computer, there gotta Mm -hmm. be a fee for that,
0: right? And all the buttons that he has to press, and like it's it's gotta be at least, mm, at least mm, tens of thousands per per button. I mean, I would gather.
1: I mean, because his fingers are like
0: priceless, so right, so. Yeah, so um, in this role, he's going to be um, in residence teaching uh, during the Young Artists Instrumental Programs, and he's also playing a key leadership role in developing the next uh, summer's curriculum, um, which is great to hear because, I mean, if you're, I know we've talked about it before, but if you're not familiar with his nonprofit Project 440, um, there's like really nothing like you know, Project Four Forty that I know of. Yeah. So, um, it's really exciting to have uh them bringing someone in that has that sort of vision, um, to look at uh their curriculum and sort of you know. Add the magic touch.
1: His mind, wow! It's given very much main character. It's given very it's much the only character. The happy only to be a part of the story. Happy yeah. to be a background. Right. An extra,
0: if you will. I mean, it's the truth. Wow, oh, you good. know what? This
1: would be the perfect time to program the baby. You're in charge, and what are they gonna say? <laughs> you know, the baby has a um a song on practicing. It's an initiative. Yep, heard him mm. when live about it. You can't find the video anywhere because you know he doesn't like that. But um, all about practicing and um.
0: What are the lyrics? Uh, practice. Uh huh. And then.
1: And it's also about self confidence. I be feeling like I'll be popping enough. I be humble. See, mm-hmm. it's just all around good messaging for children and musicians alike
0: mm. yep looking at the lyrics now loving it <laughs>
1: <laughs> you could just take my word for it there's no need to
0: look, look it up mm-hmm. right but so I'll is. be linking those <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, um, there's nothing really that could follow that, so that's gonna be my news for this week. Um, I'll be linking the article where you can read more about um, this illustrious role, um, and I mean, just go back to any other episode where we where we talk about him. We like what? are What more can be said at this point? Yeah, I mean, it kind of goes the last name.
1: Imagine waking up be like, "Well, I'm Joseph Conyers." That's neat. Love that for him.
0: speechless
1: yeah one day we should just do a whole episode i feel like though it's good we need a we need a joseph Conyers episode we need a gary mcqueen episode and it's the whole time it's just because gary
0: listen no i don't <laughs> hear nothing from gary ever again <laughs>
1: <laughs> i want not hear nothing i don't hear nothing from Garrett ever again in my life i don't want to hear because you know Garrett be like oh you guys are doing such a wonderful job oh no uh-uh, you are a celebrity big influencer energy, very much <laughs> the girls could never I love that he is doing better than before. He deserves every bit of that and more
2: mm-hmm.
1: period well
0: intermission oh, that's me, all right, oh my gosh. So uh,
1: <laughs> I thought you were playing about like, I mean, I don't know why I would think you were joking about nothing could ever go after him, but I thought, I you mean, like, we
0: could really end the episode right here. I mean, I'll be comfortable with that. So,
1: yep. Thanks so much for listening. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me on this week's intermission. Uh, we're going to do classical music assumptions, which is, this is like a trend that, uh, YouTubers like to do. They'll be like, assumptions about me. And people are like, huh? That's how they say it? That's how they sound it like, because everybody does an assumptions video. And it'll be like, you're stuck up or you're really down to earth. Like just stuff like that. And I was going to actually ask people on Instagram assumptions, but like this was, I had that idea like way too close to do it. So I just looked up some stuff and we're going to react to some assumptions. I have, I got these assumptions or stereotypes from this blogger named liz lamson and then also the influencer sumina studer she's a um i think she saw juilliard She probably graduated now or graduating in the spring um all right so we're going to react to these the first one is growing up in a musical family will make you a better
0: musician i mean i, I mean not automatically but to a certain it to a certain extent because if you grow up in a musical family then there are just certain like that there's no really learning curve you know for your family like you kind of start off um at least knowing the resources and things that you need you know
1: yeah i heard someone say like um you know music is a language so if you're if your family's already speaking the language and it's kind of like but i also like there's so many people who don't come from musical families that do amazingly so
0: yeah so i was like, like not automatically yeah. but mm-hmm. d- depending yeah
1: but i feel like the the people who do come from musical families i'm never surprised
2: mm-hmm.
1: all right the next one is an assumption about classical musicians is that they can't improvise i mean i can't <laughs> i was like well you could drag me because i surely can't i'm like if y- i need a paper Write it I, down.
0: Yeah. I need it on a page. I need yeah, that like, page. Um, but I, I feel like people who are really good at music theory um, are like better at that sort of thing. I, for one, mm-hmm. am not.
1: I so. prefer not to. The first time I improvised for real and didn't even do a good job was when I took that improvisation class at Eastman. And... I did it because I knew I knew Dr. Zara. He, he's literally a leader in the field. He knows what he's doing. And I was like, you know what? He knows so much about jazz. I feel like I will benefit from this class. And lo and behold, I didn't... I learned a lot, but I did not learn how to improvise. And that's not anyone's fault but my own. Because you have to practice improvisation. But I, I doggone near start foaming at the mouth when it's hard to improvise. So... <laughs> <laughs> I did not get any better, but I learned a lot. Doggone it!
0: <laughs> For real, I I truly truly hate it. There's pro- actually probably a few things on this earth that I hate more than improvising. It's I'm talking about maybe maybe three or four things. Like I literally almost had like an anxiety attack when I had to um, improvise. Not okay. <laughs> laughing at my pain no because oh, but uh, but um playing. no this was because i had to improvise in piano
1: see I and hate that's I even that worse job. because I'm like, this is worse. not my primary instrument like i'm already this.
0: uncomfortable with this like i'm already like you right. know I, I haven't played the piano seriously in years you know so it's like i'm already you know barely you know i'm just piano like proficient and now mm-hmm. i have to improvise and it was like on this thing and people was playing the bass line and i was just in, in front of like a whole class of people oh
1: see no you ain't say that part i thought you meant yeah. like a little final or something no it was in front of everybody like everybody oh, was going around no. so
0: then you of course you have the people who be like and be doing it all, all expertly and now here i go twinkle twinkle like girl at least you could do that no that's not what i played i'm just kidding oh girl <laughs> but, and
1: the thing is, like, Dr. Zara, he taught a lot of good things, like, about, like, how you could tell someone's good at improvising because, like, they're, like, reoccurring ideas. And I'm like, that's all very good. I learned a lot. But the problem is I can't come up with the
0: ideas. Yeah.
1: So, it's like, I have no interest in improvising, like.
0: Yeah, that's something that's, that's kind of irritating about about music school and that and and come in the composition part of it like i remember my theory composition they were like well if you develop this into that and add more variation here. i'm not a composer i was about to i was about to say a word i should not have said on here i'm not a composer though <laughs> like stop stop t- telling me i didn't do all of these techniques and and do all this uh stuff with the rhythm that was not in it all oh, and if you had done this instead i huh literally like and they Take all points for it. What's the point of that? It's so annoying, but anyway. But happy
1: for y'all who could. Um, one, two, three. I remember I was talking to Kaylin, she's like, Girl, yeah, you just gotta play. Okay, Kaylin. <laughs> all right, Kaylin's really good at improvising. Yeah, she's she very is. good at it. Love that for her. Do your thing, right? Very good at watching and liking the videos. Okay. Um Classical music is for rich people I'm gonna say (laughs) you Cause I mean I guess it's not It's like I guess like I guess you could go to a a free program And learn to play violin Most of my students are doing just that They are in a free Program supported by donations
0: And that's what they do (laughs) I know what you laughing at it's something totally separate that that just reminded me of y'all. I'm not no. laughing at her kids. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I mean, we so gotta move money. on, or else I'm gonna just, <laughs> I, I'm it. Um, Yeah, I don't know.
1: Um, but like, but they. My thing is, when you want to get into the nitty gritty, it's not for rich people because I'm not rich. But it it will be it will be it will help because stuff just costs money. They just do. My strings are right about they right around that time where they're gonna start sounding like chicken wire, and they're gonna just have to sound like that. So That part. is what it is I'm going to Chicago It's almost Christmas I'd rather buy The things So my will can wait. She alright She out there Okay the next one is Classical music is boring Slash music without lyrics is boring
0: I mean obviously I don't think classical music is boring Um but also it's hard for me to put myself in that in someone else's position when it comes to that just because like what i'm listening f- to or for um when i listen to classical music is different from someone who doesn't play it so yeah but there are plenty of people who don't play classical music who like it so
1: yeah i think when i first started listening to classical music there was definitely a learning curve like i remember like in high school when I was really getting like into it, like it was a little bit of learning curve. I was like, "Ooh, how long is this symphony?" You know what I'm saying? But I mean, obviously now that's completely different. So of course I don't agree. Okay, this one is my favorite. um There are no jobs in classical music.
0: No, it's kidding. the people who
1: don't be in classical music that. That's why I hate this assumption.
0: How do you know? Yeah, they just hear stuff that has that's affiliated with like arts and think there's no jobs. But like no, in reality, people who like say stuff like that probably have no idea how an orchestra is run. They also have mm-hmm. pri- they also have no idea how much money orchestra orchestral musicians make. Yeah. some of them make a lot of money. You know, I think I said on my sh- on the on the on the show, uh,
1: sometime. But my sores gave me a little going away. Um, party before i left uh rochester and we were talking they were asking questions about memphis and they were like oh, how many because like, there's always like the i didn't know y'all got paid and then my sorority sister was like oh uh like how much do y'all get paid and stuff so i said well it depends on like where you sit and all the other junk and like i'm like you looking at a flute player like in the top orchestra they could make oh uh, uh, no i said <laughs> I said like You look like an oboe player In the top orchestra Like you looking anywhere Between like 100k 200k Depending on the orchestra She's like Uh uh-uh, uh I'm taking Tara To the oboe shop tomorrow <laughs> Katie where is the oboe store I'm like But Natalie did There's like a You know like Where is the Oh you're not answering my question Like where is the oboe store Yo I was on the floor Cause I was
0: like <laughs> I mean In top orchestra's base salary Is over like 160k So mm-hmm. it's like And in- <sighs> Yeah, some of the, some of the stuff, some of the salaries like some concert matches be making over half a million dollars like what? it's crazy, bro. But also I feel like the risk versus gain for yeah. that for
1: me, it's like I'm a very nervous person. I'm a am I'm, I'm not a perfect musician. I feel you just have to be. Like
0: there's it's just and yep. and the um like jobs like that, people stay in them forever. Mhm. You know. So it's like Ooh, but also that's not the only thing that you can do in classical music so not the oboe okay. store <laughs> that, that sent
1: me Katie where is the oboe store I'm like well you know there's like you have to where is the Oval? <laughs> I'm taking Terrence tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> like okay um <clears throat> uh the next one is all classical music sounds the same <laughs> Well, that's so crazy to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can see how some mm-hmm. might, but girl. All. But also it's like you you hear the, the what, the, the classical music that people who are outside of the field or actually some people who are inside the field know or are familiar with is all from a very like small like time frame. So that's yeah. probably why they think that you know they're all hearing like classical to romantic, you know, and not even yeah. like late romantic where it starts to get a little, you know. Mm-hmm. But so they're they're hearing like stuff like that's v- in that very small time frame. So I can see why they would think that it sounds the same because they're not hearing contemporary or baroque yeah. or something, you know. And and they're they're not hearing yeah they're hearing like the the composers who were like someone so was influenced by someone so who was influenced by someone so. So it's like yeah. I can see why people would think that. I
1: just feel like even to like a quote unquote untrained ear, if I play Bach and then I played Mahler, like girl, I feel like if you can't hear a difference to your ears, it's your ears, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if you could hear the difference between Destiny's Child and the City Girls, okay, wait, hold on, Destiny's yeah. Child, <laughs> Destiny's Child and Fifth Harmony, if you could hear the difference between like that, then Fifth you can hear the difference.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? I get what you're saying though. <laughs> yeah, they're a girl group.
1: They're similar. Oh, you don't know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh That's different. I was like, well, no, those
0: are girl groups. But um Yeah, but no, I see what you're saying. But Yeah, um, I
1: feel like in any in anything, if you can hear those differences, you like don't tell me classical music is the same and you can hear the difference
0: between Fred Hammond and freaking Jonathan McReynolds. And um and I had, you know, my uncle who who kept harassing me about playing jazz, like would say, "Oh, that's one. Of, that's one of the things that he told me was that like like it all sounds the same," which is like I was like that's just so crazy to me because I remember in high school my friend and I went to see LA Phil do Beethoven Nine, and and I remember thinking like. It, and not like oh I, I don't like this and this but like because obviously it's the freaking LA Phil but like I listened to Berlin Phil's recording of Beethoven Nine that's the one that I listened to mm-hmm. and I was like this sounds so completely different they're playing the yeah. exact same piece it sounds so completely different so it's like not even just different pieces but like a different mm-hmm. orchestra playing a different piece can sound so different I'm usually not even really like able to pinpoint stuff like that when people are like mm-hmm. oh the cleveland orchestra sound and so and so yeah it? like some i'm not usually able to hear that but i used to listen to i mean like i listened to that that recording of Beethoven nine so many times that mm-hmm. like just a little like you expect to hear things it's a certain, certain days, way yeah. yeah and so then when i heard it i was like and it was just so different it was just like dang so that's yeah mm-hmm
1: I feel like when it comes to different orchestras, like low key this the the Cleveland strings, like they do be like pumping it out and gonna hold you. I mean I can't I'm am I gonna hold you and say like if the freaking Memphis Symphony and then the Nashville Symphony play, like am I gonna be hearing uh, like a difference like that? You know what I'm saying? I c I, I Memphis Symphony versus Chicago Symphony, am I gonna oh my like probably not. Like I don't know. I can't say maybe maybe, I don't know. But there are certain things where, like, orchestras who have a certain claim to fame, I'd be like, okay, I can see that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like people be capping when they... Like, if if freaking if Rostapovich played with one orchestra one night, hopped on a plane, played with the other orchestra the next night, like, they will sound similar to me. Mm-hmm. All right, two more.
0: Classical music is better as background music. I mean, obviously... I don't agree with that just because um, I literally cannot listen to the classical music as a background music I'm going to like listen to it I can, also can't listen mm-hmm. to music in general in the background Like, yeah. I, I would say that. that
1: for me in general Yeah, I mean I was listening to um what's her name Dr. Samantha Jay's album today mm-hmm. and that I was working on something but also I was desperate so I had to work on it uh, so it did was in the background but listening to music in the background doesn't help me in any way I probably have to go back and um I, I tuned it out so I have to go back and like listen again um because I was I was just desperate. I had to, I have to get this thing done that I've been knowing about for months but it's doing a couple of days um <laughs> last thing um <laughs> classical music is for white people
0: I mean, I can see why why people would think that because the only images that people have seen of classical musicians have usually been white people or classical composers have usually been white people. So if you see if you like like all if like when we did Put Me On and like everyone, the composers that they were able to name Bach, Beethoven, Mozart you know all mm. white people and, and yeah. powder wigs or something you mm-hmm. know like that if that's your image classical music then you think oh yeah that's how white jump. so
1: girl we're gonna change that though hopefully so I, the whole the whole world needs to be like redone <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you think about it it's like so much that just needs to be redone yeah, not y'all having literal cadavers and all in, in senate. Oh senate Katie don't even with
0: that <laughs> Katie let's move on seriously I can't with that like every time I think about it I just I'm actually gonna throw up on the mic right now so let's just move <laughs> on and if y'all don't know what we're talking about count yourself lucky
1: and don't look it up yeah, and please don't for y'all I, I, please, I beg do not look it up all right, so the girls went crazy either this week or last week when they saw that Spotify dropped their, um, their wrapped up um, Spotify wrapped or your rap. What? i just of Armin's text. <laughs> we, but we got to move on. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, and after that, he said some more stuff. Like, Armin's
0: freaking hilarious, man.
1: Armin is funny.
0: Wait, yeah, it out? anyway no yeah
1: okay like I was saying the girls went crazy Spotify dropped their year wrap up thing where they like customize your what you listen to all year based on analytics it's not it's nothing special they made a little formula whatever but it's really cool to see like what you listen to how much you listen to who your favorite artists were and stuff like that so I thought it would be cute to do um, a classic black rap where I asked Similar questions that Spotify asked, made some made it classical music E a little bit to so you know, because it's classy black, not whatever the heck, black.
0: Black um, and black.
1: <laughs> right, basically. Um my Spotify rap, I was very confused. I was like, did someone hack my Spotify? Because it's like the year be so long, especially this one. Like I just had no idea I'm like like, okay, my top artist this year was Drake how i don't even listen to see you're confused i don't (laughs) listen to drake like that and it's like it's weird right that's freaking weird my top decade was like i'll get there but my top decade was like the 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 2000s why and it's like well i i was thinking about it like all day i was mulling over my that doesn't make sense That doesn't make sense because at first i saw it like last week or whatever and i was like this is stupid like they got the wrong girl And then (laughs) literally my phone, but okay. And then today when I was preparing for this thing, I was like, I mulled and mulled. I'm like, well, I don't listen to a lot of music period. I'm not the type of person who I see people who always have AirPods in. They always got something going on. They always have to have something. And I'm really like, I really like silence. Like I like working in silence. Like I'm weird. If I have a long drive, a portion of that would be me and my thoughts in silence. Like I'm very much, I don't need background noise. I don't need stimulation. So I'm really if I'm if I'm traveling I'll have my uh I'll have music playing because it's like why wouldn't you but then it's like where did I go this year I'm not just gonna be in the house and just cut some music on that's very rare for me um so I guess I must have bumped that Versace remix a whole bunch and I must have bumped uh what's that that song of his that I was surprised you know there was a song of his that I was like you know this song
0: with that super old one (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'm like girl i was like in middle school that came out Yeah, i know that song
1: i must cause i get into weird but like oh that song be in. so like i was like very the only thing that made sense with my podcast which is like i one thing about me i'm gonna have a podcast on like that is something i will do but anyway let's get into it we're gonna play little examples and stuff and um yeah you want to start you want me to start uh, i could start Okay, so the first category, oh, how does it work? I'm going to the category, and then we have musical examples. Now, Delaney, I, I told her, like, you know, I got, some, I got me some ties, and I was happy that she got some, too, because since we're doing it ourselves, it doesn't matter about data. Um,
0: okay, the first one is favorite new artist of the year. Okay, so um, as you all know, I don't really listen to a lot of new music, so, <laughs> um, uh, but the only – The only artist I could think of That is new to me That I listened to this year Was Flo Millie Um, I love that for you I love Flo Millie And I don't even remember Oh you know what I think she took over an Instagram account That I follow And then Mm. something Made me look her up So I'm gonna play A little bit of her song May I Oh my god I love this Got these hoes on my case How These hoes not today All this dripping for free so you hoes gotta pay Why your nigga in my face? Play his ass like 2K You know flow got that flavor your man wanna take. Wanna take. Pay me times when I step in the building I need my best from the floor to the ceiling Commit to no nigga money to appealing What the fuck I look like, catching your feelings
1: I see like
0: the Listen, come on, uh, Stevie Wonder reference as well.
1: Period. I got from a ghost in that song. I know a little bit of film me. I don't like a lot, but I f- came up on her this year too. And I was like, Okay. That's another thing, cool thing Spotify will do. They'll be like, they have categories, so there's no way that I'll be able to say, like, they'll be like, oh, you're innovative. Like, you listen to these um um artists before they got, like, 10,000 streams or 100,000 streams. Or they'll be like, you listen to this many artists this year. And I was actually, like, surprised because the friend zone has a, has a, um, a category on their show, and they'll be like, listens this week or whatever. When we do listens lately, that's what I was inspired by, the friend zone and they'll do that every week, and they'll play stuff that I have never would have thought to look up or whatever, and so, it's really they discovered it, but, you know, I'll take the credit. Also, Delaney made a good point. These are new. For me, I would say these are new. All of my things are new to me. Like, these people been out. Okay. Okay. I I couldn't pick for this one, because I found two people this year. Money Bag Yo. Oh, yeah. And that's about- G- Money Bag Yo! Nah. I just love his style so much. He's trifling. He's talented. This is some, And that's S.U.M. Okay. It's one of my favorite songs right now.
2: Huh? What? Uh, I thought a bro
1: nigga said something. Uh,
2: Talk of shit, but they still ain't saying it. We gon' trap this bitch out till the feds come. Run it up, run it up, huh? What she say? Uh, I thought a pussy hoe said something. Uh, How I go when I'm talking, you listen. Jealous. cut her off cause she spoke on the business. Go, hundreds and fifties. Can't swap a down for a penny. You know that's a stupid decision. Yep. head first with it. I shot a shot at my nigga, bitch. Really didn't think before I did it. Nope. make it make sense. Please. Luckily, I was on point with the last hoe. Kept my receipts by to good. Make sure I got her for a for refund when I gave her back to the street. Go forever. I put set on the chain. I'm you. already know how I Yeah, got money, but be out
1: He said, Well, there's a lot of gems in there, but why would you such a dime for a penny? That's how I be looking when y'all be choosing Beethoven over Coleridge Taylor. But, um, Uh, my other one that I couldn't decide—I found this artist called um, Uh Charm Ladonna, and I was busting this song like it's—it's in my head at least once a week. I love this song, Um, and it's called So and So.
0: I'm the shit, said I'm the shit. Reminding myself I'm that bitch. So I don't forget, I don't forget. My DMs look just like a novel. Every nigga come in with chapters and shit. All of my actions legit. Song lyrics turn the captions and shit. Yeah. Five niggas all on my line. Ain't none of them fucked. Ain't none of them fucked. I mean physically, mentally, they could never get enough, never get enough. And every nigga that's my ex, they still wanna text, they still wanna text the only time you can see that I'm pressed shit. I am not so so, so so. That's my favorite line of the year. I can see how you would relate to that.
1: I don't know how you would see that, but my hair is the only time that you can see that I'm pressed. I'll say, he is that is good wordplay. I love, I appreciate some good wordplay. Do not let Delaney feel fool you. Okay, mm-hmm. I can tell you, there's three people that stay on my line. She's one of them, Nikki, and my mother. Mm-hmm. honorable mention my cousin monica mm-hmm. new classical artist of the year delaney What do you got
0: well um, okay <laughs> no because i mean if there, and especially if there's anything like i don't know if i've been if i've learned like a new composer this year mm-hmm. um um i I included um, a composer whose piece I played on um, what Katie would call my obligatory musical event. Um, yep, who, that's exactly and what it's called. This was my piece of the week um, a couple, uh, a while ago. Um, it was called, uh, it's a piece called Lessons um, and the composer's Nabate Isles. I mean, I use this loosely because like, I mean, it was written for solo bass and, um, but Nabate Isles is a jazz trumpeter, uh, but he's also a composer. Um, so, you know, Mm. You know, the, like the piece. The piece is, I guess, classical, but like jazz influenced. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, um, there's no recording of it besides the recording of my recital. So oh,
1: so you'll put that <laughs> the no. link to the Google Drive. Mm, it's not
0: on. Great, the Google Drive, thank so. you.
1: We'll be looking. Yeah, okay, cool. sure. Oh, you know, I'm not gonna do you dirty like that. I'm not even gonna say that because I would hate for someone to say that. Okay, um, I've talked about this piece several times, twice actually. Um. I have an obligatory musical event and hmm. my favorite new artist of the year is um Nwinyama. and Winyama. Uh, she's a violist and composer and this piece is Sonoran Storm for solo viola. <laughs> imagine if you know me <laughs> okay okay <laughs> if you know me and you know my affinity for ratchetness then i heard this and i was like this is exactly what i need in my life now <laughs> the way my the way my bow is set up it's gonna sound like mud but you know we are gonna make that thing thing my bow girl the half has never been told all right next category has um no recordings Top three genres this year.
0: Okay, so my top genre is always the same every year. Um, according to my Pandora Wrapped. Um, <laughs> <sighs> you know the thing, girl. But you know the only things I, because you know y'all know I don't use Spotify. The only things I use to listen to music are Pandora and YouTube. So it's very archaic. Over. I was here. about to say
1: you said it before me.
0: <laughs> Pan. I, I mean, I, not so
1: much YouTube. it's not convenient. Yeah, it's not. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't say, know. But Pandora, you can't even. Pick what you want. Just you can if you have Pandora Premium, which I refuse to pay for. So, um, oh, I didn't even know they had that. Come
1: on, Pandora. Yeah, your you times.
0: Um, but also I like that because it's like you can like when you thumbs up stuff, like you show the algorithm what you want. I like Pandora because a lot of things that like songs, like you know, like throwbacks that you forgot about will come into your rotation yeah. because of that. Um, and also one of the pieces that I played on my obligatory musical event, um, I found on Pandora. My teacher had never even heard of before. Mm-hmm. um yeah so that was cool well the recording of the actual piece was cool um but yeah so my top genre every year is always soul um my top uh genres this year so uh soul definitely gospel which was um my mom we you know back in the day when you used to burn the cds Girl, yes. We had all these gospel mixes that my mom she found them her, her old gospel mixes, and so you know we had them going in the car, and so all of these you know throwback gospel songs from my childhood. Put me like I've been listening to gospel more in the past year than um, just more frequently in the past year than I um, that I have in the past um, because now like before I wouldn't say that I l- I listen to gospel every day. Now I listen to gospel every day, but. Mm. um um, and then also Funk is another one. And I don't remember, like, a lot of it is, like, stuff that I've heard, like, just that my mom and my grandma used to listen to. And then, like, now it's just been, like, a, like, a, dang, I remember that song, you know, yeah. from, like, in the car. And then now I just would listen to it more often now. hmm Well,
1: according to Spotify's faulty algorithm, um... I don't guess. I, I guess I don't completely the last one's confusing my top genres according to them are pop rap which what is that it's Sp- like
0: Spotify their genre like somebody was like I mean this is extreme but they were like I'm gonna bring a gun to Spotify headquarters and demand okay. that they tell me how many genres of music there are <laughs> because <laughs> it's always something really off the wall like I remember Isaiah posted his and one of the genres was violin it's not a
2: genre. Oh,
1: like
0: yeah, <laughs> they said, because they said like I listened
1: to like 135 genres this year. How they they be making it weird? They have classical yeah. strings, violin, classical, classical instrumental. It's like what are you That's saying? That's weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, what is pop rap like? Is Drake would he be considered pop rap? I think so. And like, not people who are not mainstream are rap. That's weird. Yeah. Number one, pop rap. Number two is pop. Which what? Me? <laughs> it's a party in the USA. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like? You think I'm just in my room? <laughs> like, I was confused. No, it's a party in the US.
0: <laughs> Why? What the uh, heck? Oh my gosh.
1: Number three is gospel. Which um. Was It was a hearty redemption from last year Cause I was like what was I going through <laughs> It was like not even on the list Um, Number 4 was rap and number 5 was vocal jazz Which I was like I do be in my little Throwback bag like Etta James I thought we were supposed to do 3 <laughs> No this is my this, Spotify says 5 Oh okay but the ones I was like In my recollection <laughs> um, My top 3 were Rap, gospel and classical Now I will say the classical joint was like Let me not say that but that was my top 3 Cool
0: yeah, I was going to include rap, but I was like, there's no way I listen to more rap than I did gospel music this year, <laughs> this particular year. Although mm. I did listen to quite a bit of raps, too. So, I mean, if I
1: were to swap classical off or something, I would say, like, vibey stuff. I'm I'm, I'm just trying to keep it a buck. Like, I don't listen to a lot of music, period. Like, I really don't. Like, it's, I'm never in my house and cleaning and be like, you know what? Let me turn on some music. I'll be like, let me turn on a podcast. You know, like, that's how I am yeah music but,
0: for me is like an activity like if i want to dance then i'll turn on some music like you know it's not just i'm yeah. staring at a wall unless i'm listening to confessions which i will listen to all the way through it's, <laughs> that whole album i was tell to. You,
1: the year that i met delaney and we would like act like money didn't exist and we was always out uh <laughs> what a wild time <laughs> just like every hour we gonna
0: eat anyway um Right, and we want some boba after this. And right,
1: literally. We buy weapons,
0: get some ice cream. <laughs> literally. literally,
1: it would never just be like, let's get dinner. It's like, let's go to, uh let's get dinner, and then, oh, let's get a little boba, and then sit in my car. You know, we could just go to work.
0: And you know, we could get a little nightcap at Java's. And get a little <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could really go for a London fog, and then I could get a hot chocolate. Because, you know, that goes at midnight. <laughs>
1: Listen, I'm telling you. We up about four. It's twelve. All right. See you tomorrow. Same thing. <laughs> like forty dollars in a day. <laughs> what the world <road> are we doing? <laughs> Living now. We're inside. Um, and in stressed out every day. St- <laughs> slavery. Everyday labor. But um, dang! What I was saying about that. Oh, Dylan and I would switch off who would drive, and every time, every time I got in Delaney's car I knew I was gonna hear one of two things it was either gonna be Beethoven 9 or it's gonna be Confessions and
0: Delaney was singing the giant, like it dropped yesterday the reason the reason for Beethoven 9 is because there are very few like like I said I'd only listen to music on either YouTube or Pandora and but if I really 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 like something I will buy it and mm. so, um, when I was in high school, like I said, I used to listen to Berlin Field, Beethoven 9. When I was in high school, I bought Beethoven 9. So, it's one of the very, very, very few um, mm. things that I have actually downloaded to my phone. Mm. That's So, that's why. And also, Confessions is also one of those. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I mean, the other
1: thing. When you talk about, like, sitting and listening to music, I put my tree up um, over the weekend. And I was like, I always, like, play a Black Christmas playlist while I put my tree up. That's always something I do. And literally when I was done with the tree and I was gonna make some food, I was like, Hey okay, time put a podcast <laughs> Like I didn't keep the Christmas thing. I, I don't know. I just I it's weird.
0: That's it's what really happened. Weird. Yeah, my mom my mom has been deep into Christmas this year. Like I, y y'all can follow me on Instagram. We'll see. i have we have three Christmas trees. <laughs> oh for real? Let me go over your Instagram. You know I don't oh, be on Oh, it's no probably more. gone now but um yeah, but we have three Christmas trees. Um, uh, one that's like a regular size, and then the other two, the other two are still like you could have one of them as your Christmas tree. They're a little bit smaller than the middle one, but we have mm-hmm. three. We have three full size Christmas trees, and Where then are they at? in the dining room, they're not like huge, huge, but they're like regular mm. size. Um, okay, and then I can send you a picture of them, and then um then we of course we have she has two like miniature ones in front of the front door three of them on the Aww. like buffet and like, everything is is dang is yeah and she's saying we're gonna do a white elephant gift exchange she tries to convince me to go caroling with her which i told her was a hard no um and <laughs> <No, but> i'm <laughs> in a panty. they are spitting on their doorstep that's what? what she said she said we're not gonna go over to the doorstep first of all i'm not going anywhere but um she said <laughs> the idea <laughs> the idea was that you'd be on the sidewalk i'm like first of all none of us can sing so <laughs> she wants to do a movie night. And, I'm doing a movie night. It's and cute. For some reason, I don't care for Christmas movies. I don't know why. Really? Like, I, I have no desire to watch them. I like my Christmas baking shows. Now, those I'm saving. I'm saving. Oh,
1: Delaney. I watched Jingle Jangle. It was beautiful. That's what Mainly she because it was like black, black people mm-hmm. and the Christmas movie and anybody was struggling. I mean, mm-hmm. the, I'm not going to give it away. But, like, it was about that. But it was just good. But, man, you know, the first thing I did, you know, my I have the same routine every year. I'm going to put my tree up. I'm going to make me some good to eat. And I'm going to watch Eloise at the Plaza. Now, that movie is literally, like, about a little white girl running around the Plaza Hotel. But I don't know why. It's just really nostalgic to me. Like, I'm going to watch Eloise at the Plaza. Oh, I always the first Christmas movie I watch every year. Um, and I loved it. I did that uh, over the weekend. Um, but I still have to watch The Grinch. I still have to watch Polo Express. I still have to watch... Uh, home alone and the home alone Two is like it's like 10 movies ever in the history of the world that the second movie is better
0: than the first man christmas movies hit the christmas prince on netflix the it's only cute. christmas movie that i've watched like multiple times is this christmas
1: oh see that's not even on my list i'm gonna try to watch it i only saw this christmas i saw it went in theaters that's yeah. the last time i saw it that's when chris brown right mm-hmm. yeah i saw that in theaters dang it came out I was like, when i was in eighth grade
0: yeah, cause cause I was still Christmas. hanging out
1: with Kali. Who I say her name? Don't even know who Kali. I don't even know what she is but that was a wild <laughs> time. <laughs> um, dang, I love I love this time of year, and I finally have an apartment. But that tree used to look ridiculous in my studio on Eastman because like, I have like a, a a real like a for real size tree. is yes, Katie. Beat. Katie popping now. I'm not. Come on, moving up, moving on up period. Came with my pockets saying the same size so Anymore. technically moving down okay okay uh, most played song in your favorite genre
0: okay so y'all know the Libra and me I can't really I don't I have very few favorite things like that I can definitively say definitively say this is my favorite anything so I'm not gonna say I have a favorite genre of music because mm-hmm. it really it fluctuates but I would say my my most played song this year in one of my top three genres has to be This Is The Day by Fred Hammond. His his Ooh, version scary. of This Is The Day. Because that is the, um, mm-hmm. that's like, I listen to that song nearly every day. So <laughs> it know? has to be, that, yes, almost every single day I listen to that song. And I can never listen to it once. And <laughs> so, like, it's every time it's like, I, I listen to it, I probably listen to it at least five times in a row. Like, <laughs> every time I listen to it. And it's also that one song that's like, if you don't feel like getting up, Or like you don't feel like doing anything that is the one thing that's going to get you Mm -hmm. on your feet. So, I mean, I'm going to just play a little bit of it. And it's just like Because that's literally Lit. the song you can play every day Because this is the day So Okay <laughs> Yeah Okay um, The
1: song uh, according to Spotify Which I do recollect um, Is this song Can't Take My Eyes Off You by Oh I don't think it's by Joseph Oh it might be By Joseph Vincent I found this song Is it the one early-
0: by Lauren Hill
1: I don't know. We're going to see. Cause it might be a cover. It's giving very much cover energy, but I found this yeah, song. You be in on
0: them covers.
1: Yeah, but sometimes the, I just like the cover better. I just don't oh. understand. <laughs> That's I something was, I don't get. But. Like the Overjoy oh, wow. cover? That oh, giant. gosh. Yes, it's so good. Um, But this song, uh, Can't Take My Eyes Off You by Joseph Vincent. I found the song earlier this year and literally, I think Spotify said I played it like 45 times, which is like a lot for me. Cause like I already heard the song So we could just move on Okay <laughs> But hey, here it is
2: You're just too good to be yes, true Yes it's Lauryn Hill Can't take my eyes off of you You'd be like heaven and to touch I wanna hold you so much As long as love has arrived And I thank God I'm alive You're just too good to be true can't take my
0: eyes off of you. in the way that I stand. I just, I, that was anti-black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. But, like, to say I that, do. like, especially the, the overjoyed, I'm trying to move past it in my head.
1: Okay, but Delaney is <clears throat> cutting out the part where she dragged me, but I do have a follow-up song just to keep me in good graces with with the girls. (laughs) I found this song later this year and I freaking love it. It's by Jonathan McReynolds and it's called God's Good. The whole song, like I love simple songs like that because some days you be going through it and it's like having a little something you could just hum to yourself. Like I really, that song really resonated with me, mm-hmm. um, a lot. So that's the one I had tied, need. Yeah, I'm. I want you to take it back. I will never. So,
0: need no, you did that to yourself. So, now, all right. So next one, next oh. category. That's how I feel. <laughs> um. <laughs> next category next category is most played uh classical piece all right so my next my most played classical piece i think um and this was i was listening to this on repeat earlier this year because it's just so gorgeous and it was my piece of the week a couple months ago mm-hmm. um and it's that piece uh out of the silence by william grant Still, and it's four strings and um and flute so here we go forgot there's also piano on it which I cut off but yeah you know, <laughs> strings flute and piano
1: okay um my most played piece uh classical piece this year is Smetna's first uh string quartet in E minor and to keep it a buck with you it's because I had to play it and it, this piece stressed me out so freaking what the words cannot describe because it was basically like a fellow debut, that's how it ended up being. And the fourth movement is almost impossible for me, for me. And it starts with a viola solo, so I'm gonna play. Um, you recording? Um, I want them to hear it's supposed to sound like. So I'm gonna play um, this one by the Pavel Haas Quartet. will say even though this piece was like yo this is it's just like really well written for the viol because a lot of times like the viol will the girls will give the viol a little something, something but it's like even if you took out the viol solo solo at the beginning it's like the viol is always doing something productive and like cool it's never like just eighth notes some stuff is just like i just haven't had to practice that long that hard in a long time <laughs> And it's like there's no I was like irritated because I'm like there's no reason why she's spending like two hours on this like I just hated that so much but it was good man that one part where it was like what like, why <laughs> and everybody else and it pisses me I, I this always pisses me off I, if I'm gonna struggle you all gonna struggle with me not the cello going but be um but be not why I gotta do this <laughs> not why I'm doing this uh uh-uh. uh he was wrong for that he was very wrong for that anyway i'm over it no i'm not we gotta play the rest of it next year
0: okay Uh, (laughs) um we'll be tuned in you will not okay um so So you thought about that one performance you didn't tell anybody about yet i found it
1: so um (laughs) top five podcasts man if we had time we could find our favorite moments of the year because i mean i feel like Crystal Fury, be like low key rated eggs, but when when uh, Fury, what did he say? He said something this week, or was that last week?
0: He said some. I can't remember. Yeah, I remember something crazy. It was um, crazy. One thing that I actually wrote down so that I could find it later was when he did. I forgot what he was talking about, but he did a Hotep impression. And it was so funny. I literally wrote down the episode it was on because I was like, I simply must listen to this again. But um, yeah, my top five podcasts. Of course, number one is The Read. Um, number two is Triloquy. Shout out to Garrett and Scott. Um, I mean, you know, Garrett out here being being popping. He just interviewed Anthony Davis. So
1: that's a celebrity. I mean,
0: so. I, mean I mean, what can we say? I'm really um, going. He needs
1: to read the article about how to handle fame. How, that I would admi- I would admonish him to do so. <laughs>
0: um yeah and i don't listen to uh, to to podcasts quite as as much as katie does um and i think i go through periods of time where i'm listening to them more than mm-hmm. other times that's but coffee, yeah we'll see but my my number i was supposed to say my number third y'all yep, my number <laughs> third podcast um that i started listening to this year small doses that's Amer- amanda seals podcast because i read good. her book yeah yeah I like mm-hmm. I mean you know I like I like Amanda and I listened to I mean I listened to I read her book this year so that's why I started listening mm-hmm. to her podcast Sure, sure um and I did like her book um and yeah um, it got me it it took a while to get used to because she uses like um like I mean it's not like a whole bunch but like some like sound effects in, in her oh, show okay. it's mm-hmm. not like a, it's not like everything it's, you know there mm, I've heard yes. podcasts where it's I've like I've heard podcasts like that too. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, but um yeah, I like her show. And um but that's that's also one that like I don't listen to every episode. Now the read and Triloquy, when it comes out, I listen to it. The mm-hmm. rest of these is like I will browse for an episode that I want to listen to. You know, I feel you on that. So small mm-hmm. doses is one of them. Therapy for Black Girls is also another one. Yeah, um, but I I be picking through hers too. Yeah, yeah I don't see I mean, be everyone because well, some stuff I simply don't need to know about. I don't know, need to how yeah. does your marriage and this mm-hmm, like yeah, it has nothing to do with depression. Me. Yeah, it's, <laughs> so it's like yeah but that one and then death sex and money is another one that um i've been listening to this year not very much either just because there's just some stuff like again i'm not that interested in but
1: mm-hmm. um i mean i feel like if i said my number of minutes i listened to podcasts this year i feel like it wouldn't be a lot but I, I, i've just seen some people share their stories and it's like oh shoot i really be deep because i got it's like 16,700 minutes of podcasts this year and I was like that seemed normal to me but um okay so my my top three okay my top two rather I never miss ever ever never miss I'm gonna listen to it um and that's number one is the read and number two is Jamel Hill's Unbothered now I see my girl Jamel be getting in drag sometimes and I was it makes really breaks my heart because Jamel I just I really like her I really like Jamel she's super intelligent um she's super witty like I just I really enjoy her podcast she's um she really be uh going out there she interviews a lot of diverse people people who I would be like oh I don't know if I'm gonna like this and like she's just really I really admire her artistry in an interview like she really does some people just don't know what they're doing when it comes to interviews but she really knows how she does her research she's really just like really good to me um like one week a couple weeks ago she interviewed the governor of michigan i'm like i don't know how this gonna land and it was like good i was like period um i also listened to the friend zones my number three the michelle obama podcast which was like love that joint. she's smart she did seasons um and, and number five is triloquy chapter gary i will admit and keep it a book i don't listen to every episode it's one of those like I'll listen to it this week. I'll listen to it not next week or whatever. Um, and then also another podcast like that for me is I Said What I Said podcast. And I like this because there are two Nigerian girls um, uh, just dragging and interviewing people. And just it's hilarious. It's just so funny. And what made me hooked on them was they were like, I'm just so freaking tired of America and Americans. And I'm like, yeah, this is my kind of podcast for me too. So uh-huh. Um, and I don't listen to that podcast every week either. All right, we're almost there. Um, did you binge
0: listen to anything this year? Um, an artist? Yeah, so the artist that I would say I binge listened to this year, and this was towards the end of the year, um, was Bishop Rance Allen, um, who passed away a couple months ago. Um, like mm-hmm. on Halloween, he passed away, and um, so I started listening to more and more of his um, of his stuff, and he's one of my favorite singers, period, um, ever. So I'm gonna play a little bit of a um, this is an old recording of him that I actually um, did a like a, a paper on on this recording is him singing this song uh, that would be good enough for me, um, and he's on Bobby Jones Gospel in like this is in like 1980, but I'm gonna play it's sort of in the middle, just kind of like like my favorite sort of portion of the song which it kills me because it's like you know songs they build up to a climax so it kills me to drop a pin in it but it's about a minute and 40 seconds in so i'm not gonna sit here and play this whole four and a half minute song so (laughs) (laughs) but yeah here we go Jam. what a talent yeah. man like it's ridiculous what a talent Ooh, Chile.
1: okay an artist that i binge listened to this year was meg the stallion um i've said several times i think not so yeah i think because meg has been a topic of the conversation more than once yes i have said vocally that i don't love all of meg's music um but i love her Personality. I love following her online, and there are some things. I did listen to her whole album, the Savage album, and there was some. It was a Savage? I think that's what it was called. It was
0: an EP because this was her first album. Good News was her first album
1: really that was an ep you don't really know the language behind all that's that.
0: what i that's what i figured because she said it was her fir- her debut album was oh. this good news so i was like that must have been an ep because i because when they said that i was like i thought she already had an album so like
1: this year too yeah i remember listening to the whole thing but I, it
0: must have been an ep
1: mm. um but this song is one that i just enjoy because it's fun and it's called body this is by megan the stallion <laughs> Real hot girl shit Can you feel the beat live you know little jump made it Body, yari yari
2: yari 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 body
0: yari 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 crazy
1: curvy wavy, big titties, full weight body crazy curvy wavy, big titties, full weight body yari 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 to wanna know we're making it saucy like a barbecue but you won't get your baby back see me in that dress and he felt like he almost tasted that num nom num num eat it up hopefully okay three two one you know I'm the hottest you ain't never gotta heat me up I'm present when I'm absent speaking when I'm not there Call them bitches scary cats I call him Carol Baskin it's just fun I love that song I love it I don't care and there's a video of this white family eating this up it's so good they had the grandparents doing it they had it was just it was immaculate i'm not gonna give you what you want from me and i'm not gonna give into you and your lack of support for me
0: i don't know what you're talking about
1: i'm sure you don't do you have a um a composer that you binge this uh a composer or artist that you binged this year. Classical.
0: Um, so we're using this lightly, but um Do you not know, love me so lightly. Go ahead. <laughs> um now after I after I discovered that Scott Joplin wrote that opera um, I started listening to uh, different parts of it. I also every now and then will, for whatever reason, get in the mood to listen to ragtime, and we'll just listen to a ragtime I feel you compilation, on that. like Oh, Scott be, Joplin. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> just a bunch. It'll just being like, your old head moment. They have like them like hour long videos on YouTube. That's just all the rags, and you just listen. <laughs> I just listen to them. But I feel you. So you this is you. um his finale. This is the finality from his opera *Trituminitia*. mm Waddy, 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 waddy. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: okay uh i just mentioned her dr samantha j i binged her i've been binging her music ever since i learned about her um and yeah uh she has an album that i mentioned called four women music for solo piano by price and some other people and this is uh tt flow uh, tt flow <laughs> prices um so not an e minor i guess that's the key of the day huh um second movement when I was listening to this, like I just immediately, first of all, I'm a sucker for a second movement anyway, Mm -hmm. but man, like it is like, it felt like familiar in so many ways. Cause like, obviously it's a classical piece. So there's familiarity there, but like, it just feels black. Like, especially like some of the harmonies. I'm like, I feel like the pianist in my church be doing that and don't even know what he playing. like just know that it sound good type Mm -hmm. vibes. And it's like, I just, I feel like I I felt like a hug when you listen to that movement. Like I've been having it on repeat. Hate it's so good. Look at me, listen to classical music. Proud of me, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a year, y'all. It's been a year, okay. Um, which decade did you play the most this year?
0: Okay, so I know what my immediate answer is. Pandora has something different to say. But like I said, I've been listening to Pandora a lot less mm-hmm. um, this past year. So, like, for them it's the 2000s, which, um, I mean, it's not, you know, like, far-fetched. I do listen to a lot of music from the 2000s. But I think by far, I mean not by far, but, yeah, my, my um, most listened decade this year has been the 1970s. Um, so what we're playing yeah we're playing a little bit um from this so um the piece that i chose um to play is not just knee deep uh by funkadelic so cannot listen to it's hard to sit still (laughs) listening to uh to to funk music and i remember i was showing my grandma how my like wireless headphones work um and and um the first song i played uh for her was uh from funky and she would not give me them headphones back (laughs) oh for real (laughs) that's That is so cute. You could tell she probably hadn't listened to that in a long time, cause you know she's not like my grandma is actually pretty tech savvy for like a, yeah, like a grandparent. Really be surprising me. Yeah, she like I think it fell off a couple years ago, but she is like she can learn different stuff. Like she she be using the reactions on messages. Like I taught her how to do that. That is wild um, to me. Yeah, um, but she does still like she just bought a radio. Like she listens to like a CD mm-hmm. player radio. So, mm-hmm. like, and she does have all these CDs. It's actually really cool. Like all the like the cds from that like time and stuff Mm -hmm. she does have all of them but she probably you know since she has so many of them does it like bring them out that much so um i think that was cool but yeah
1: um okay so spotify said that i listened to the 2000s the most which is weird to me because it's like huh but um i went with it and because I I vaguely remember, I begin to so random sometimes. I vaguely remember uh, <laughs> blasting uh "Ego" by Beyonce like a lot, like on repeat. So uh, this is "Ego" by Beyonce. I think two thousand eight. Oh baby, how you doing? Oh, it's classical music. No, I'm gonna come right to the chase, this song Some women were made.
2: But me, myself, I like to think that I was created for a special purpose. What's more special than you, you feel me? It's on, let's get lost. You don't need to call, call into work, cause you the boss. For real, yeah. want you to show me how you feel. I consider myself lucky that's a big deal. Why? Well, you got the key to my heart, but you ain't gon' need it I'd rather you open up my body and show me secrets You didn't know what's inside, no key for me to lie It's too big, it's too wide, it's too strong It won't fit, it's too much, it's too tough You talk like this, cause he can back it up
1: It's crazy how like you can throw off the algorithm so much because you listen to a song a bunch. Like one of my top artists here is Janae Aiko. Why? And I had to go back and look and be like, okay, she has a triggered remix with somebody. And when I found that song, like I I just played it over and over and over again. I could get like that, and then the next day, like nothing happened. Um, so then I forget. But yeah, that's that. Okay, we're almost there. Top artist of the year for you. I got two for these. I can not decide.
0: Yeah, I actually have, I think I have three main <laughs> contenders. <laughs> but I'm not going to play all of them because two of them I've already played so far. Okay. So the first one that, um, so the, the two other ones, Fred Hammond is definitely a contender. Um, George Clinton is also a contender, which George Clinton is parliament, funkadelic. So I just played funkadelic. So, but my third one is Kirk Franklin. So I'm just going to play Kurt Franklin because I haven't played him yet. Um, and of course, gotta play a classic
2: Book of Revelation uh, chapter 7, go. verses 16 and 17. Yes sir. They shall hunger no more, neither shall they thirst anymore. Preach preacher. for God shall wipe away Yes sir Every tear from their eyes. Yes sir get ready for the revolution What you say?
0: Get tired of the church talking religion but yeah we talk about each other make a decision listen Ugh. period Ooh,
1: okay i got two but i'll keep it quick i'll keep it cute okay my first one um i talked about this way back when we had garrett on the show uh this is an artist that's not new but i found this here called joiner lucas and he has a song called 10 bands that i really like and it's what it sounds like
2: 10 bands, 20 bands, what? she'll do anything for a couple grand, never had no money but she loved to dance, I gave all my money back to Uncle Sam, my ex bitch still want another chance, man I swear I never fall in love again, I done came up on the fucking man, me and Timberland got other plans, you don't really know what you up against,
0: but well, you know I always had an upper hand, you ain't never been through the struggle man, homemade grits in the oven pan, you don't want shit, you don't want to dance, two shots make him do the running man, and if ain't love is a drug, Man, I swear I never changed drugs again. Trading my bike for a Hopie. Trade's
2: my Hopi for a Honda. Trade' my Honda for a Panther. I just got a crib and wakanda. I never banned into the drama. Never been a fan of
1: Designer. All I really got is one wish. A one night stand with Madonna. That's my favorite part of the that's song. The it's one weird.
0: wish. <laughs> one wish ever. And that's it.
1: That's my favorite part of the song. It's I I the first time I heard it, I was like, all the wishes in the world. Wow. okay good for you to anyway love that for you okay real real quick this my second one is the baby you know i'm gonna stay in the baby period i know he's going through a lot of hard times because he's very problematic and some people just need uh what's it called what is what type of training people go through like training. pr training you know they he needs very much and he needs someone in charge of his social media. But it's okay. And this song called Practice, I think it came out this year. I like it because he breaks the fourth wall. Name an artist that does that. I'm going to show you what I mean. Like, that is so innovative to me. I heard that. I was like, I'm going to so play it. you going to see what I mean. Breaks the fourth wall. Like, are you recording a song or not? I'm going to tell you that.
0: I, I, okay. Okay. First one to
2: track.
1: I be feeling like I don't be popping enough, I be humble. I'ma keep showing my ass if I want not Hang up the phone on that ass, block the numb. I told you don't play with me, nigga. And she be acting funny, probably thinking nigga need I thought I was fake, she say I'm a chief. They thought I was taking. I'm ready to mingle. The fuck is you saying, LaNigga? No. I do my little dance, dance. I've got my pants with bands, we're playing, la, nigga. And I don't think the talk is cheap, cause now when they talk to me, they paying me, Shut nigga. I probably say the word nigga too much. I'm a real nigga, I don't be giving a fuck. Tommy Hill pick a fist with the shit coming, no. up. When you stay on like this, you rock okay. he broke his. When I heard this song the first time, I thought that was so cool. I, it's not something small, but it's like he he has been saying you know that a lot, and then he steps uh-huh. away. He's like, "Don't try me." And he be saying you know what I'm saying, and then he steps away. He's like, "I probably said the word, you know." He thinks about it. like maybe I said that word too much. He's like, "I'm a real. I don't be giving up." I said that is innovative. I don't care. People get the the small things, and I feel like. I feel one thing I'm about, i about. If I like you, I'm gonna gas you in some way. Like I'm gonna figure out how to gas you. So when I try to explain it to people, they'll be like, "You're giving it too much. Like you think about it too much." But if I really like you, I remember when I interviewed <laughs> when I interviewed Hale Stork on Sanctum. Mm-hmm. I was like, "So I know celebrities things Okay, I emailed him at his public email, but I was like, "I noticed you use a lot of six four chords, and does it have to do with the instability of the piece he's Like, girl you think about it too much?" I did it because. <laughs> because it fits better in the hand. (laughs) I said, well, my bad. Like I'm sure like the person who helped him write or when he wrote the song, he was like, I want to break the fourth wall here. But I don't know. I feel like as classical musicians, we are taught to be detail-oriented. So when I heard that, I was like, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, last one. Top composer of the year.
0: Okay, so I didn't just pick one composer for this. Okay. No, but not... You gonna hear it on me. Like it's Damn. not like it's not like a couple of different people. So um one thing that I've been really interested in and like looking for is like the the um like the strings and the orchestral instruments used in like soul music. Mm-hmm. And like I'm just really curious about um like some of the musicians that played on that kind of stuff. Um, because a lot, especially a lot of Motown music has uh has like is orchestrated and stuff like that, but. Mm-hmm. Um, and who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody the other day and I was like, if you ask me what's my favorite orchestral piece right now, it's Superstar by Luther Vandross. Like he has a, um, he has a, um, a, um, fully orchestrated on his ultimate Luther Vandross, his ultimate Luther Vandross album. Um, it's his song Superstar, but it's also the beginning is like an Aretha Franklin, I guess, like tribute is a part of it as a part of her song until you come back to me. So um yeah so I'm going to play a little bit of that but it's like a fully orchestrated um uh song and it's like really beautiful. So this goes out to the composers not only on this piece but just like all the all the soul and R&B and and Motown composers out there who make this stuff possible.
2: Change changes I've been going through Missing you, missing you Till you come back to me I don't know what I'm gonna do No, 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 no
0: That's what I was going to say, too. <laughs> Adam on the track. Adam on the track in 2006. Period. Period.
1: <laughs> okay. My composer of the year is actually um Lin-Manuel Miranda. So I know that sounds weird, but he, in collaboration with his team, did an co- amazing job on Hamilton. The girls know it's out of this world. I saw all the Hamilton hype, but stuff be going out of my mind when it doesn't seem accessible at all. Like, I'm not going to pay a $1,000 for a ticket. I'm not going to sleep outside hoping to get nosebleed seats. I'm not doing any of that. And last year I met um, Tahira, who was playing Hamilton Chicago before it closed, and that's how I got to see it. So my first time uh, seeing Hamilton was – like. I subbed for something and I met Tahira and then that was that was it I got to see it and it was amazing I went in blind I had no idea what Hamilton was I didn't know I didn't even know what it was about I didn't even read up on it to see what it was I just heard the girl said it was good I asked Nikki if she want to go with me and she said yes and it was absolutely amazing so and I fell off of it and then Disney Plus released it and I was dumb and I bought Disney Plus and I go through these periods of listening to Hamilton like it happens like once every like eight weeks where I'll listen to Hamilton. I'm just, and it's the only thing I'm listening to. i just binge it. Like, and I got to watch it this year. Cause I have Disney plus and I was like, dang, it's low key slaps. And I I went to it down a rabbit hole and, you know, learning about it more and more. Um, it low key is hard to watch. I ain't gonna hold you because it's like, it really paints America. And it's like a beautiful light. And like, people are fighting for this country and it's like Alexander Hamilton he did so much he was like Hamilton was against slavery but he wasn't ex- uh, he was not for black people being equal they never thought that that's what it was gonna be they started with that like, we shouldn't be enslaved so anyway this is wait for it from the first act uh, this is saying sang by Leslie Odom Jr and this is one of the songs I slept on and in my recent binge of Hamilton I was like this song okay, slaps so here it is wait for it
2: me
0: a letter every day, I'm keeping her bed warm while her husband is away. he's on the British side in Georgia, he's trying to keep the colonies in line, well he can keep all of Georgia, she's mine, love doesn't discriminate between the sinners and the saints, it takes it, it takes it, it takes it. If a reason, I'm by side. so many
1: you um, it sounds really good, but uh, I was looking at the cast, you know we are talking about what's the um David oh, david Diggs. he is so fine. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I did my little dig, I was like. I mean, he's also like double my
0: age. No, he's not. How old am he's I? He's literally I? not. Okay. okay. He's like okay. in his 30s. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <Jeez>. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> he is very much fine. He's even finer in Hamilton when he got his little politics. Anyway, that's not the type of show. Okay. There's a little rap or whatever. Let us know what you think or oh, whatever. Period. All right. All right, y'all, time for Black Excellence where we have you up, gassy you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. Please talk about Dwayne.
0: All right, so this week I am talking about our friend, uh, Kedrick Armstrong. <coughs>
1: okay. Okay.
2: Yep. I'm Cute Katie
0: Scream um <laughs> okay so if y'all do not know uh Kedrick um friend of the show he's also a conductor um he serves as the, as the director of music and worship experience at First Presbyterian Church in Wheaton and he also oversees their community concert series um listen Kedrick he have been yeah. out here Oh mm-hmm. um, he was invited uh to be assistant conductor for the chicago opera theater's production of freedom ride in their 2019 uh 2020 season um he's also an alum of chicago symphonietta's project inclusion uh freeman conducting fellow program um where he served as the assistant conductor during the orchestra's 2018-2019 season um he made his subscription uh, debut conducting the annual MLK tribute concert in 2019 and, of course, killed it. So he was invited back in 2020 to conduct Joel Thompson's Seven Last Words of the Unarmed. Oof. Girl, that piece will wreck you. Girl, I don't, it, don't even, I don't, I don't, I, don't,
1: I'm, I could never play that piece again. I've only it's, heard it once. It's oh, fantastic. I've never played it. Girl. Yeah. I've
0: fantastic. only heard it once. Ooh, Chile. But I'm super good. It yeah. is tough. It is yeah. tough. It's really just, whew. Um, But uh, he's also um, uh, regularly, he regularly participates in the Leading From Every Seat um, program, which is a diversity and inclusion program for business resource groups that's run um, by the orchestra. Um, He graduated from Wheaton College with a bachelor's in music history and literature. and he has had so many um, amazing uh, mentors, um, so I'm gonna link his um, his website so that you can read more about who he studied with and uh, more of his projects. He is also on the board of the International Society for Black Musicians. Period. And I mean, if you look at his if you look at his bio. His website, you will understand why. Why He's, he is on his board, right? <laughs> 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 why he is somebody that we contact to be on the board um, of the organization because Kedrick is out here. So, I'm gonna link his socials and his website so that y'all can follow him. If you don't know, now you know. Period. Period. And he could cook, he,
1: that's chef. He's oh, a chef. yeah. Kedrick yeah. He could, said. like, what I'm talking about, throw down.
0: Yeah, he's chefing.
1: He did a little he's cooking chefing. thing at the beginning of the quarantine. He had us doing all this like, get some
0: rosemary and
1: put it in the water and take it out. Oh.
0: <laughs> Not you just saying stuff fast.
1: <laughs> and he had this elaborate drink where he had to like use a, a, what's the thing when you hit a muddler? I'm like, I don't got one of those. Girl, you know, I don't know. <laughs> get some Hennessy and some rosemary, take it out. You know what I'm saying? It was okay, that's it what I said. Yeah, it was complicated. All right, <laughs> um, my piece of the week, <laughs> my piece of the week is, uh, Wynton Marsalis's Violin Concerto in D Major. Um, I learned that giant, but I listened to it after I saw somebody tweet about it, and I was like, you
0: "Got a violin concerto?" And that was my piece of the week, like a long time ago. Was it mm-hmm. a long, 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 then long did time? We ago really? I,
1: was like, hmm? I said, "Wow, we really did that. We really
0: overlapped." No, oh yeah, because I've done I've done stuff as piece of the week multiple times, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll go <gonna> check it <laughs> like over time. But actually, I mean, is that the only concerto he's written? The Only violin concerto? I don't know. I don't That's know. That's the only one, so maybe it's a different one. But I remember hearing um hearing it on the plane one time, but when was mm-hmm. the last time I was on a plane? So yeah, someone tweeted about it.
1: Um, I think it was a and I was like, he got a
0: thing, and I you know.
1: I was up at three o'clock in the morning one night just looking dumb. So I played it and I was like, oh, yeah, (laughs) it's it's different, but you know, it's good. Mm So I was like, period. Well, thank you so much for listening to Classic Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classical Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a Black, let me move the lane. I forgot. I'd be forgetting to move it. A Black Exo suggestion or intermission suggestions to the Classical Black Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to check us out at com. We have a new organization called the International Society for Black Musicians. Please consider donating. If you're a Black musician, please consider joining. That's isblackmusicians.com as black musicians across all social media platforms thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you next week bye y'all bye